Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We're back again. It's the new year. We did a Q&A on our um, Instagram TVs not too long ago about plant-based eating and we hope you guys tuned in and saw those, but I know it's easy to miss. So we thought today's episode we would cover all those questions and kind of answer them Maybe in a little bit more detail, even though I feel like we were pretty detail-oriented on there. Yeah, but sometimes people like to listen to it in the car. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could have listened on the car, in, in the no, car but, but I feel like a podcast is more likely. And I know you guys have been messaging me, asking when the next episode is going to be up. So here we are. Where I feel like we're always behind, but I feel it's like a new year. our goals are to get it more weekly or closer Well, you to guys that. know how it goes. It's like you're balancing so much and then you're like, it's kind of like when people say they want to get healthier for the gym or they want to focus. I've asked people what people's goals were for 2020 and I think probably 80% of you guys said to be healthier and to like work out more. And I think that's like when you have goals like that, it's like you're juggling so much stuff. You're juggling like your family, your friends, your social, like your social life and then work. And then like when you come to like leaving all the other stuff, like your new resolutions, like being healthier or, you know, like your mental health or like journaling, it's like all that falls to the bottom of the list eventually. And then you're like, okay, so not saying that we don't love the podcast, but you know how it goes. Like we're juggling like other things. We're like, oh yeah, the podcast. So we're here, we're doing another episode. Um, so I wanted to share something that we've been using since we're on the topic of plant-based eating. I wanted to share something that Sam and I have been using recently that we've been loving, especially this time of year because everyone's sick or trying to like prevent yourself from getting sick. I've sometimes thought about wearing one of those masks, those surgical masks. I, speaking of that, I saw a million people in Austin doing it. What? And Taylor and I were like, what is going on? It's not like a million, kind of- but you know, in Dallas, you don't see people no. walking around like that. I saw at least like a handful over the weekend, people wearing masks. That's weird. I don't know if they had a bad immune system well, or what, but... Yeah. We've been using this spray from Beekeepers Naturals, and I loved it. And we're partnering with them today because we've been using it. We love how the benefits we've gotten from it, and we feel like anyone, anyone of you guys can benefit from it too. So what it is, it's a spray, and it's all natural, like I said, which you guys know is what we're all about. We don't like using stuff that's not natural, whether it's like our supplements, our pills, or whatever. So... You spray it um, three to four times in your mouth and your tongue, or you can do it in your smoothies. You can put it on your skin if it's like um, like a cut or something, and it has all these natural things in it, and you can use it. What it's great is to prevent yourself from getting sick or if you're you're already sick or if you're stressed. Yeah, you're stressed, which we all are this time of year or really any time of year, (laughs) but I feel like I could always feel like something's coming on, especially this time of year. So it's easy to use. And if you want to try it out, you can use code DOUBLEDOSE at checkout to get, say, 15% off. So continuing with our uh, Q&A, I guess not continuing because we shared on Instagram, but I'm sure, like we said, some of you guys missed it. We're just going to go right in to the questions. And we're going to start off with, I think we're going to go, we're not going to go in the same order we went on our stories. So, I mean, in our Instagram TV. So the first one is, Have you always been a healthy eater? I've been trying to eat healthy, but it's so hard. Well, let me just say that you're not alone. It's definitely hard. I think, you know, we've been doing it for so long that it's become second nature to us. But when we started out, I can tell you it's not easy. And when any time you make a change, whether it's you start eating healthier, you switch to plant-based eating, you switch to keto, you switch to whatever you're doing, it's always going to be hard and you're going to feel stumped and you're going to feel confused and overwhelmed. 
But the good news is, is that there's so many tools out there that can help you. They might confuse you more, but they're supposed to help you. And for us, we didn't always eat healthy. So probably, I mean, all through high school, we we ate a lot of fast food. And I think it was good that we ate it because I never felt deprived. Like I felt like I, I never really thought about what was in my food. I just kind of ate it because I was like, it tastes good. And even in college, um, for I would say most of college, we didn't eat healthy. Like I didn't really work out. I just kind of ate whatever I wanted. I loved pasta. I loved drinking Diet Coke and regular Coke. And I loved um, just to go out to eat. Like I really enjoyed all the food in Austin. But our last year of college, we started not to feel well and we realized, well, we got diagnosed with hypothyroidism and that's when I really started doing research and figuring out that I really needed to fuel my body better. I couldn't just eat a bunch of crap all day. So I, we started looking, that's when Pinterest was really big. We started looking on there for meal ideas and that's when paleo became very popular and we just decided okay I'm not going to eat grains anymore well actually not initially in the beginning I just started to cook more at home but by cooking I was you were you went gluten-free no but before that we started cooking like and by cooking I meant like I bought like a box of tortellini and I (laughs) I made (laughs) our mac and and cheese and we made like a chocolate silk pie but I was like okay it's better than eating out I guess you know I know what's going in it kind of (laughs) but then like our senior year we I went gluten-free because I just like decided that I would probably feel better not eating it because of my thyroid. There's a whole like book on it if you want to read it. But Sam was not on board about that. She thought it was stupid. Absolutely not. She was like, this is ridiculous. I was dating someone at the time and they both thought I was crazy. They're like, no, I'm still going to eat the gluten. I'm still going to drink the Diet Coke. I don't care. And also I decided to drink Diet Coke also. Which is another thing. Like don't cut out too many things at once. Don't do what she did. That's probably too much. I mean, I was fine, but it's too much. You You get too burdened with that. But... So then eventually Sam joined me and she decided that she wasn't going to eat that stuff anymore either. And I did feel better. We we took medication for our thyroid and eventually like I got I felt much better. I had more energy. I started working out, teaching myself how to work out in the, our apartment gym and we started eating healthier. And then ever since then it's kind of I mean, it's evolved, like obviously what we eat, but we still maintain that same lifestyle where we're working out, we're staying active, and we put stuff that feel, we put stuff in our body that makes us feel good. And I'm not saying we never eat stuff that's a cheat meal, but it, I mean, for me, a cheat meal, I love sweets, so that's usually what I indulge in. Or I'll try to make something, like if I'm craving like a dessert or I'm craving chips, I'll like find something that fits kind of like the ingredients that I like to eat, but just like something I wouldn't eat all the time. It's kind of like a treat for me. But I don't even like that word treat meal, cheat meal. Like just eat stuff that makes you feel good. And if you want to have something once in a while, that's fine. But just know that everyone starts somewhere. Like no one's a perfect eater all the time and no one's perfect. So just eliminate, rather than eliminate, I always say just add in more fruits and vegetables. Add in a juice, add in a green juice, whatever you can do that's easy for you to do. Like something that's that you can do without feeling overwhelmed, do that. Just one thing a day and then eventually it'll get to where you want it to go. So the next question is, what is your morning routine, hydration slash drink wise before your first meal? We, so that one, we've been, this would be, we've been doing, so, okay, I'll just go to the beginning. We drink, when we get up in the morning, we drink um, a big, really, I have these giant sized mugs that everyone thinks are really funny, but. <laughs> they look like they're like fake. Like, they're like, chat, like laughing, laughable. I mean, they're not that big, but they're bigger than a normal coffee mug. And. Probably two or three times the size. I feel, fill it up with 
um, our water that's filtered. So I fill that up with water and I put a half a, a half a lemon squeezed in it and I drink that as soon as I, I wake up. Some people say I do a whole lemon. I mean, actually. I think it's like too tart, but okay. I do half a lemon and then I drink that and then 30 minutes later, most days it's not every day anymore. I used to do it, but I've gotten kind of lazy. I do it three to four times a week, but I'll have my celery juice and I make in my juicer. And then I wait another 30 minutes and I'll have, take all my supplements like um, like vitamin B, C, and some other ones that we'll mention later. And then I'll wait another 20 minutes and I'll eat breakfast. But I've always, we've had the lemon water for like, I mean, I drink that throughout the day too. Like you could totally do it, but it's important in the morning. You're very dehydrated. It's important in the morning to not go drink a bunch of coffee immediately to like at least drink like a whole water bottle or something before you start dehydrating yourself. Coffee is very dehydrating. And I've actually had a few people message me that they obviously after we posted the Q&A, they're like, oh, like I've been trying to do the celery juice, but I miss my coffee. Like, do you guys still drink it? And I don't have a lot of caffeine. I actually just ate one of those verb bars. So I do I do have it on occasion. And that has, if you guys, I posted those a while ago. But they're little granola, kind of like granola bars. But they have as much caffeine as an espresso. So my point is, I still drink caffeine. I don't drink like a big thing of coffee anymore that much. But I'll have decaf sometimes. And um, I'll drink stuff that has caffeine in it, but just not as much as I used to. And so if you're like a big coffee addict and you just really like, there's nothing you could do both. You could do celery juice and then have your coffee, or you could just limit it a lot. Your coffee, um, you don't have to go like cold Turkey on it, but, um, you can still have it. I just know that coffee, anything with caffeine is very dehydrating to your body. So if your body's already dehydrated overnight, cause it hasn't had like water or anything like that in a while, I would not do coffee as the first thing. I used to do that all the time, not knowing how dehydrating it is. So I would first, like, I was just out of town, and I obviously didn't have access because, like, I would get right out of bed, and I do the same kind of routine there where I take all these supplements before I eat, and I also have to take battery medicine before I eat. So it's kind of like a process like when I'm even staying in a hotel because I can't just like go right down there and at breakfast and just start drinking my lemon water I kind of have to start earlier so I would just get um a bunch of, I had water bottles in my room and I would just like chug I didn't have lemon but I would just chug like one or two years water bottles when I first got up and then I would try to wait a little bit and take my supplements and then obviously go eat with my boyfriend I sound like a bodybuilder with my supplements like I'm talking like vitamins my vitamins like, I should say vitamins vitamins <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, if you don't have them one day, like if you're out of town and you don't, you can't do it. It's not a big deal. But I, I definitely don't do as many as I do here. Yeah. So the next one is: Do you miss certain? Do you miss eating certain foods you used to eat, and how do you resist? So I kind of touched on this before, but I. I think the longer it goes, I mean, don't get me wrong, I get cravings for stuff. Like Sam was saying earlier, she couldn't, she wanted chocolate so badly and she wanted, she was trying to find anything that was chocolate in her house. I mean, we have some stuff, but it's not like, we're not like a candy store. But I think that the more you eat this way, like the more you get used to it. And I think you learn to crave, like you crave vegetables. It sounds kind of weird, but I crave fruits and vegetables. Like when I'm hungry, that's what I want. I mean, yesterday I was craving chips because I was really hungry and I had those, I finished a bag of those Siete chips and I, Nothing wrong with them. I just wouldn't normally eat that as my dinner, but you know, I was hungry and I wanted it. Well, that wasn't our dinner. Well, I mean, I ate other stuff, but I'm saying like I was snacking and I normally would eat other stuff with it. But anyway, so I'm saying like it's there's stuff that you can buy that's that will make that will make you feel like that you will eat and will make you feel like sluggish or gross. Like there's certain things I like, like those siete chips. They're made with avocado oil, and then 
Um, I love medical medium. I've shared this before, but he has great recipes like for these oatmeal raisin cookies. He has, those are so good. They're very good. I, Taylor's hooked on them too. Yeah. And he eats like, he can eat the normal. He has recipes for pancakes, for waffles. Um, there's so many recipes out there. Like don't just think you have to eat fruits and vegetables because there's so many good recipes out there that will really satisfy your cravings. Like you can make roasted potatoes and they remind me of French fries. Like they're not fried, but they still taste really good. So there's definitely ways to make it. You don't feel like you're not going to have any fun foods to eat either. Well, I was going to add, like Alexa said, there's cravings that I have. Like if it's in front of me, there's no doubt I'm going to eat it. I mean, there's times I'm better about self-control, but we're all human here. And no matter how many years I've eaten health, like so-called healthy, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I was out of town for Taylor's 30th birthday and the hotel gave him these, I sent them a picture to Alexis. These, they looked like little popsicles, but they were cake pops. And I have like a major sweet tooth. The first day I didn't eat any of them. And then the next day I just got back to the hotel. I had my, I tried to eat my apples and like, feel like, okay, that's enough. Like I, I had my sweets, but no, I mean, I wanted it. And so I indulged it. had gluten and had dairy in it that I'm sure I shouldn't be eating. Not sure. I, I don't eat that. And, but you know what? It was, I wanted to eat it. It was like, I'm not going to eat it every day. And I, and I enjoyed it and that was it. I didn't eat it again the next day. Of course I did come home and I want more sugar, but I will say the more you eat it, the more you start craving it. So yeah. if you don't have the first step, I was telling my mom about this. If you like, when I go to their house, I eat everything there because they have not like junk food, but they have more sugary stuff that, that I wouldn't buy at my house. And of course, if it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. So I think everyone's human. And just because you feel like, oh my God, if your house, like you have kids and you have a bunch of sugary stuff around, don't like be hard on yourself and be like, oh, I have no self-control because I really don't normally. I'm better at like a restaurant, but if I'm at my house or someone else's house and it's like in front of me, I want all the sweets. So if you feel like that, you're definitely not alone. Yeah. So the next one was quick snacks for on the go and fast meals when you get home starving. So those are two different things. But for the snacks, I would recommend um, I love hummus and like veggies cut up or you can even dip like I like to dip romaine lettuce like the leaves in there because like the long leaves because it's kind of like not a chip but it's easy to dip in it and then like you can buy hummus too or you can make it so it's easy to buy also guacamole you can buy already made if you like are low on time also um like those verb bars that Sam mentioned are good like little snacks um those that's it fruit bars because they're just like fruit leathers. They don't what have are those chips too. Those ones they they got the carrot ones. They make... oh they're bear. Are they the bear snacks? Yeah, bear apple bear snacks. They make apple chips and like veggie chips. Those are really good because they're just baked. They're not fried or anything, and they just have that one ingredient in them. Um, obviously, like snacks for me, I always take a banana and an apple because they're easy to travel with in your purse or in your bag and or an orange or like any kind of hard fruit like that. I mean, any fruit is a good snack. It's like candy to me. And, um, Let's not be no, but I mean, like, it satisfies that sweet. Yeah, it's like, uh, not always. I love frozen. <laughs> also, I buy this big bag of um, frozen mango at Costco. And I just, every time I want a snack, I just open the freezer and grab like a handful of them. They're like already cut up in chunks. So good. And I got my mom hooked on that too. So <laughs> it's like a little snack. And then, like, meals when you get home, um, I would say, like, it's so easy just to like put some veggies in a pan and just cook them for like five minutes or 10 minutes. It's like so easy to do. You can even prep that ahead of time too. Like you don't need to like make this a big deal. Also, um, there's, you know, there's like lentils that you can buy like already in a can, um, that are like not, don't have bad ingredients in them. Any kind of bean tube, you buy like 
organic beans like that are already cooked in the cans like, it's easy just to put in a salad or mix it with some quinoa like those are things are so easy to make so you can also prep them ahead so don't you know don't think you have to make this gourmet meal beforehand like a lot of times I just eat sauteed veggies with like a potato or some kind of carb like quinoa and that's like all I eat so it's not like that exciting how do you address the bloating that comes along with eating plant-based you want to answer that well, first off, I wouldn't say I really address it because I feel like I'm bloated. <laughs> bloated all the time. I'm bloated a lot. But like we said when we were answering these in, in the Instagram TV is that there's many things that will make you – it will cause you to look bloated. Obviously, when you're eating a very high fiber count, that will make you bloated. But another reason that it could be coming from is that if you don't chew your food properly, if you think about it, if you're eating things that are like very – like let's say you're eating a bunch of broccoli or even if you're eating a bunch of lettuce and you're just not chewing it which I can tell you right now both Alexis and I have that problem I um, do not mindfully I don't, eat I don't yeah the first step is mindfully eating which is like something we made our vision boards and I'm like I put that big <laughs> mindful eating on there and mindful because if you're I'm on my phone eating that's the number one problem and you're just not paying attention like you're not enjoying the food you're just like eating to eat it and you don't really stop when you're full which is like a big problem for me so obviously if you're overeating which I, I'm saying this because I do all these things. Overeating, you're not chewing your food. I don't remember how many times you're supposed to chew it like a lot because then it's I less, think it was like 15 times. Yeah, it's really, if you think about it, like next time when you go eat something or if you're eating something right now, chew it out 15 times yeah. or how many times they say it. You're going to realize it's like paste. It's disgusting. But you're not supposed to be swallowing like whole pieces of food, which I feel like so many people do, including me. And of course, that's a lot more work on your body to digest. So... That's why juices and smoothies are so much easier because it's already like pretty much pre-chewed. So that's another thing. Also, you could be bloating if your gut bacteria is off. So we take a probiotic, which I think we cover later, but we take a probiotic and the one we take is from Seed, but I'm sure there's some other brands that are really good. We just I've been using that one and I really like it. I feel like if you go on their website, I feel like they really, it seems like they really have their crap together. But again, I'm sure there's some other brands that are just as good. Um, I do that and then I'm trying to think what else. I mean, you're going to, I will say you're going to be more bloated because, I mean, bloating is a sign of having like something's off in your body. I will say that. You could have bacteria, different things, et cetera, et cetera. I think mine's gotten better just because these fruits and vegetables, like you might be, I went to a lot of doctors, I'll back up. I went to a lot of doctors that, that said I had the bacterial overgrowth and they said I shouldn't be eating all these fruits and vegetables. So I didn't. And then I got even sicker. So I don't know. I don't have, like Alexa and I were saying, we're not experts. We're not doctors. We're not nutritionists. We're nothing. We're just saying what works for us. And I think at the end of the day, I think you guys need to go see experts if you're having these problems because they might be able to help you. Like I'm not gonna be able to get rid of your bloating, but I would try these steps. And if you're still having problems, I would definitely go see someone. But I will say for me, even if everything's like cleared up and I don't have like these issues, I think if I'm not chewing my food properly and not doing all these things, like I'm going to be more bloated, but I've just accepted it. I don't have like a turtle shell all the time, but Definitely, if I've overeaten or something reacts, like if I eat a bunch of soy or something with um, canola oil, I realize that you, I'm really in tune with my body and I realize like I get a, my stomach gets upset or something with gluten. My stomach gets upset and I just get way more bloated. Um, so there's certain foods that will bloat me more and I think you just realize that and I'm like, yeah. I accept the fact <clears throat> that's why I'm bloated that day. So the next one is what do you eat for protein? And this is a question that we get asked a lot and I'll be honest – Back when I ate a lot of animal protein, I was very 
cognizant of how much protein I was eating. Like I didn't track it all, but I knew like this many ounces of chicken is like this amount of protein and I would eat that pretty much every meal. So I knew like I was always eating a lot and I would make sure I was eating protein with every meal. But now I've, you know, I'm trying, I try to be aware that I'm like eating like something with protein every meal, but I don't eat like a ton. So what I eat is we eat a lot of spinach. Like today I just like had it sauteed after I had my salad because I knew I needed it's the only way I'll eat it. So I know I get um, kind of tired of it raw. I don't or you could put it in a smoothie. I don't drink a lot of smoothies, but um, you can have that. Then like beans are a good source of protein. Quinoa, um, lentils have a lot of protein in them, and I love the lentil pasta. Or just having lentils cooked with other stuff is really good too with spices. And um, spirulina doesn't taste the best, but if you put it in your smoothie, it has protein in it too. Also, hemp seeds have protein. Another um, another thing that Taylor's been using, I think his brother uses it too, is I haven't tried it yet, but he said it's pretty good. It's brown rice protein. I think it's pretty clean because a lot of these other um, like plant-based proteins, they're... Yeah, but does it have like... I don't know what else is in there. I just know that they No, use I'm it. talking about because like the rice is supposed to have arsenic oh, in it. So. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read the label. I just know that they've been using it and it's not flavored because, you know, the flavors all have like, it's more like, na- un- they say it's natural flavors, but it's like, they've done research. It's not really good for you. So I think that one's unflavored. I haven't seen the label, but I know um, him and his brother, they use that one a lot. Obviously, they're, like, training a lot, so they need more protein yeah. than I do. But I think it just depends on your needs. Of course, I'm not eating what I used to eat, but I try to make sure I'm getting it through other plant sources. So the next one is, what was the hardest part when you switched to plant-based? I would say just getting out of, like, about the protein, getting out of my mind that – I was going to, like, every meal I literally ate. I'm sure it's true for a lot of people. Every meal I would would have some kind of protein with it. Like, breakfast I would have some kind of eggs in it or some kind of protein powder. Lunch I would have some kind of chicken or some fish or something or eggs with it. Again, a salad or something. Like, every meal I was eating. So I didn't go from, like, eating animal protein to nothing. I was eating a lot more fish, which I will on occasion do now. But I don't eat it as much as I used to. Um, and also just like knowing that I was eating way more carbs. I feel like my diet more before was a lot of protein and more lower carbs. Like I had fruit and I had some potatoes and stuff. But now it's gone like the opposite. Now it's like way lower protein and uh, like specifically animal protein and way like my most of my diet, I would say 90% carbs. I eat carbs all day from fruit or vegetables and um, different sources. So that switch mentally that I thought I was going to gain weight or something that definitely um that was like hard for me to like overcome but I just decided to stick with it even though it was kind of uncomfortable and um it worked well for both of us so the next one is what do you miss eating meat or fish and do you ever fall off the wagon well I just kind of said that. yeah but. we just kind of answered that yes we eat fish sometimes but not often and I don't I don't want to say fall off the wagon. I think I just know that it feels – I feel so much better eating this way that it's easy for me to stick to it because – I mean, don't get me wrong when I'm hungry. I'm like everything chicken. Everything sounds good. But I just know that I'll I'll feel better eating this way. So that's what QC motivated. And we uh, we eat it – like I'll, I'll add, we eat it like if I'm somewhere that's like known for their seafood and that sounds good to me, I'll of course eat it. I, and same with other things. I mean – I, it, I will say it only really – the chicken, red meat, it, like, sounds good to me when I'm really hungry, but 
I, I'll have like a couple bites if I really want it or I would even order it if I really wanted it. But most of the time I'm like, once I actually like eat something, I'm not like ready to eat someone's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, like it doesn't sound that good to me anymore. The next one is what are some suggestions for breakfast? Honestly, I my best suggestion is to either have a bunch of fruit or to have a smoothie that has fruit in it. It has, if you want to use protein powder, you can add like hemp seeds, chia seeds, spirulina, like all those natural um, things that I like to eat when I make smoothies. And then um, if you're not, if you don't want to do a smoothie, which is this what I do, I have my almond milk with blueberries that you guys all already know about. And then I have, so I have three fourths to a cup of the blueberries with almond milk. And then after that, I have a banana and usually two apples and then Sometimes if I'm so hungry, I'll have some mango or something else or like another fruit. But that usually fills me up for like a, a cup, like an hour or two and then I'm hungry again. But Or less. Yeah. Like when I'm running, that does not fill yeah. me up at all. Halfway through the run, I'm But you hungry. digest fruit. But I think the best, what I've read, I'm not an expert again, is that you're supposed to start like till the middle of your day. You should try to keep your fats really low. Whether that's animal fats or even like I don't nuts. know if it's necessary in the middle of the day. I think it's just okay. your first meal. Okay, so first thing you eat. Um, whether that's animal proteins or like nut butters or anything that has more fat in it because um, I don't remember what the reason is, but I know <laughs> I, I don't want to bother. No, I, I, if you look it up like medical media, if you search medical medium and you type in like low f- or like fat, lower fat mornings or something like I'm sure you're able to find it, but there's a reason. I just don't want to botch it. But there's something with, it's something with your blood and like how thick it is and like your body detox. It, there's a reason for it. I think it's like your body has to work hard to like, um, digest the fats or something or like work hard. It's like something with your liver, something at how it's like just instead of it being like, I don't know, the fats and how it impedes it a little bit. I don't know. Something like that. I, I know there's a reason for it, but. Okay. So the next one is how do you keep yourself from feeling full? Well, okay. If you're just going to eat fruits and vegetables all day, you're not going to be full. I'm just going to tell you right now, you be prepared to snack all day. If you work a job where it's really hard for you to eat stuff all day, I would recommend eating a lot of carbs, like whether it's quinoa, potatoes, beans. Like you're going to have to eat large portions of that with your vegetables because you need to be able to stay full for a while. Other than that, um, you could eat like more avocado because that has fat and it'll keep you fuller. Same with nut butters. Um, and making smoothies is something you can do that's easy on the go. You can pack a lot. You in can there. pack a lot of stuff in the smoothie, that, like oats and stuff that will keep you fuller for a long time, like a couple hours. And then, you know, snacking on fruits and stuff is easy just throughout the day. But if you're like at a job where you can't like be snacking all day, you're not working from home or it's just hard for you, then I would suggest eating stuff that has more carbs in it that will keep you fuller besides like an apple or something. Um but for us, we work from home and I snack all day. Like, I graze all day. Like, I'll eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but in between, I'm snacking all the time. So, um, if you want to stay full or just keep that stuff in mind, for us, I mean, I get full eventually, but it takes a little bit. So, um, and then the other rest, the other question, the other question, not recipe, the question is, what are our go-to recipes and this person didn't know what to make? So, if you search on our, if you go on our blog at doubledose.com and you search recipes, you'll see a bunch of different ideas, different posts I've written. But our go-tos are, I mean, if you go to my Instagram TV, I made a whole video on how I cook my vegetables without oil, so you can look at that. Um, but I usually make that. I always have vegetables, and then I like to make either like roasted potatoes in the oven or the air fryer. 
Um, I love kabocha squash. If you don't know what that is, then just look it up. But it's really good. And then um, quinoa is really good. Um, I love making lentil pasta with our um, plant-based Alfredo sauce recipe that's on our blog too. Um, lentil tacos are really good. You can – I mean there's so many ideas. If you just go on Pinterest or if you go on Google and search plant-based um, meals, like you'll find a ton of ideas. There's really so many things you can make. So – how long did it take you to notice a difference with, with your weight? And did you notice a difference? We talked about this. Again, all these questions were from the Instagram TV. I I think Alexis didn't like have it gain, gain as much weight as I did. From I talked about earlier, if you guys have been following us for a while or not, I had a lot of inflammation and I, I it wasn't like I had gained – you know, like when you see someone who's gained like 10 or 15 pounds, you're like, oh, whoa. Especially my height. I'm only 5'1". So like 5 pounds on me is like 10 or 15 pounds on like someone normal or taller. And so it wasn't – I could fit in a lot of my clothes still, but – I mean, some of them I couldn't fit into. But I had gained probably 10 to 15 pounds over the course of a couple years, like feelings – like I was basically trying to figure this out for like two or three years, d- different doctors and stuff. So to answer the question, it probably – I felt better – like physically, like I could do more workouts and stuff within like a couple days or weeks, but to actually lose the weight, it was probably like six months to a year, and I it and it took probably longer to lose like all the weight. Um, so it's one of those things like it's not gonna be like a pill and you just like lose a bunch of weight. It takes a lot of time for your body to recover from whatever it went through, but and the inflammation to to decrease. I mean, Alexis didn't. I don't know how much weight she really had to like had gained, but like inflammation. It was a little bit. Like, you can see it in some of her pictures. Like, it's not, like, a drastic difference. But you can definitely see, like, her face and her body just looked a little bit more inflamed. For me, like, you could definitely see my arms, my legs. You can see that I was just inflamed. But um, it did take, like, you need to be patient. It's not going to be something that happens, like, in two or three weeks. Um, The next one is, what do you have? Do you have any supplements you like to take? Um, This person was, was worried about being deficient. So... We have gotten blood tests, and so we know that our levels are fine, but we do take not a lot, but I think we take a significant amount, like, compared to what most people, but I've talked to other people, and, like, you really should be taking this amount. I don't, I know people say it's in your food, but we're not eating that volume of food. No one is. I mean, if you do, great for you, but I eat a lot of stuff, and I don't think I get that volume, so we take, I'm trying to remember all the ones we take. We take vitamin C, and we have a blog post. If you search um, supplements on our website at doubledose.com, we have everything with all the links, but we take a vitamin C with ester C in it. We take magnesium, um, L-lysine, vitamin B. It's like a sublingual um, B complex thing that we take. I take D nanos. If you guys haven't heard of that, if you guys suffer from like your bladder hurts a lot or you you get like a lot of UTIs, I was getting like a lot. Um, like last year I was getting a lot like more not a lot but like more frequently and you guys know that's like very uncomfortable so I started taking D-manos and I swear um, something I would google it like what the science is behind it but it does help a lot and it's a natural way I take it like two capsules a day to prevent them and it's helped a lot for me then we also take zinc um what else did we take? Oh, I love the leafy organics. We've had we had them on our podcast last year, and it's basically a turmeric supplement. So it's really good for turmeric infl- and ginger. It's good for inflammation. And is there anything else I'm missing? I take like a thyroid 
supplement and I'm trying to think what else. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, vitamin D. Yeah. But I don't take that every day because my levels are already pretty high. I take it like every other day. Um, do you ever eat oats, amaranth, or corn? So I eat oats. I love using oats to bake or you can put them in your smoothies. I do not eat a lot of amaranth. Or corn. Corn is something I don't really eat a lot unless I know it's non-GMO and it's organic. I don't – I try not to I eat mean, it. I mean, if I'm out somewhere and they eat yeah, it, I'd probably eat it. I, but. Yeah, but I don't like – I don't buy it myself usually. Um, do you feel like you get enough nutrients throughout the day? I do because I, I know what foods to eat. Like I know what, what certain foods have in them. I mean, there's really nothing – there's not one fruit or vegetable that's bad in my opinion that you could be eating. Like they all have benefits and there's a book – uh, medical medium has that it talks I forgot what the title is but it talks about um, so I think it's called life life changing foods um, and it, every, he goes through every fruit and vegetable that there's really known and he says all the benefits with it so that's why I'm saying like there's nothing that's you can eat that'd be bad for you they all benefit I think where you start having problems is when you're like oh I'm gonna go plant based you just eat a bunch of, like the packaged foods that are like vegan and you lose a ton of nutrients because you're not getting any of the nutrients that are in fruits and vegetables you're getting whatever's like in that package and we all know packaged foods like they're okay on occasion it's something you really want but you can't you can't go from start the start of your day to the end of the day just eating like packaged foods and expect that you're gonna be getting nutrients yeah like there's a lot of stuff i think that's gonna be the new trend is like well now everything says keto or like everything says plant-based and like that's not it doesn't mean it's healthy like i don't there's nothing wrong with the the uh plant-based burgers but there's only like one brand that I think that I've come across that I'm really like I like the ingredients and I would be okay eating them like a lot on a daily basis because a lot of them have canola oil in them or some kind of oil that's just heavily processed so I wouldn't want to consume it on my own I do love making them on my own when I have time but we all know it's kind of a pain yeah but make. if you're gonna make those burgers it's probably because it's convenient it's not because yeah so so I would say you just really if you're gonna look into getting nutrients and you do, you out of the convenience factor you really want something prepared really read the labels on the back and also it's expensive to eat that way because the stuff that's prepared is not cheap so really if those are it's your budget's a problem your health is a big thing about that you're concerned about and you're concerned what's in the in the getting nutrients and stuff I would really focus on trying to make stuff yourself because in the long run you're really it's a shortcut to buy the stuff but you're not really getting good nutrients from it I mean maybe some some of the exceptions some items but for the most part you're going to be lacking a lot of nutrients and on the topic of nutrients, like we were saying earlier, again, I don't want everyone to think we're like some kind of expert. I would definitely go talk to get opinions from different people. Some of the I love nutritionists, but sometimes they don't really understand like the whole plant based thing. And they're like, well, you need to eat all of this. We saw many of them. And so I would get a lot of opinions if you're not happy with what you're seeing. I mean, I'm not saying like go till you see something that they're saying what you want them to say, but get a lot of opinions. Don't just get from one. And, um, but and don't just like go do what we're doing. I mean, I would definitely get, I mean, try it out, but like long-term, maybe go see someone, make sure that you feel like you're feeling Yeah, okay. but again, there's, I'm not saying, even if you don't eat plant-based, there's nothing that's going to happen if you eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Like, if someone tells you that's bad to eat, I would seriously, because someone told us that, multiple people, I would seriously consider and try to figure out why they're saying that and go get a second opinion because we got multiple opinions and multiple people told me not to eat certain fruits and vegetables, but I really don't, I really don't agree yeah. with it. At the end of the day, go off – you're your own advocate. Go off how you feel because I battled this for like three years. And it was – if you guys are in that position and you just feel horribly and you don't have the answers, it's a really sucky place to be in, to be honest. And it's 
depressing and you feel horrible, you feel horrible about your horribly about yourself and you just want answers. So you're your own advocate. That's how I started. I was fed up seeing all these different doctors that weren't helping me. Try something, try it out, try this or something out and just see how you feel. That's the worst that could happen is that you just feel worse and that's how I was and just do something else. But get opinions, try it out and see how you feel. Okay, so the next one was what do you typically eat in a day? So we already kind of covered breakfast, so I'm just going to go to lunch. Also, before that, we on, my, on our Instagram highlights, like the little bubbles, I have a thing that says like daily eats, and you guys liked seeing that. So I've been trying to post, not every day, but I'll post like what I'm eating. I think a couple times I did it like what I ate the whole day. Mm. So go check that out if you want to see like live pictures. Okay. So for lunch, um, we just ate not too long ago, but we had um, some spinach and romaine with um, avocado and black beans and then I had um, an apple afterwards well we put in on the salad we put like different vegetables like bell pepper tomatoes um, sometimes if, like if I have like hearts of palm and artichokes at my house I'll do that um, what else salt and pepper cucumber carrots stuff like that on top and then um, I had an apple afterwards and I snacked on some I snacked on some frozen mango and um Sam had a verb. I had, a, I had an apple and an orange. <laughs> and then, because I was like, you know what? I don't need to be eating that verb. I'm just going to eat some fruit. But that's what I'm telling you. I still wanted chocolate. I wanted something chocolatey. So I had one of those cocoa verb bars. And then I stopped. And then I was like, I need to stop. And then, like, for dinner, I don't know what I'm going to have. I'll probably have vegetables with um, some quinoa. And then um, I think we're having some friends over, so I'm probably going to have some, like, hummus and raw veggies and maybe some satay chips. I don't know. And then fruit. I say dessert. It's not really dessert, but I always have some before I go to bed. I like to have – I have some um, some more, like, mixed – I get this organic mix of berries from Sam's Club, and I have it with almond milk. And then I usually have an apple, and then um, I make this little, like – it's not really a cake, but it's like I make it in the microwave. It's just, I know, not great. But I mix like cacao, coconut flour, and baking powder and almond milk with so like um, some honey or stevia. And it makes like this like, I say cake in quotes, it's not a cake. But it gives me that chocolate craving. And then that's, I'm like a creature of habit. I ate that every night. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I'm out of town, I just have some a bunch of fruit. Yeah. But. Um, okay. And then... I think we're almost done here. Okay. Um, what's a good way to start eating plant-based? I Like I said before, a good way to start is just add in, if you don't eat any fruit, add in like a serving of fruit a day. And then it can become like two servings a day. It can become three servings a day. And then you'll start craving it. And then also same with the vegetables. If you have a hard time eating them, drink a green juice. I would try to get one that has a lot of greens in it rather than like a ton of fruit in it just because you could eat that fruit. But I would I like the ones that are just mostly greens. I know they don't taste amazing, but it's good for you to get like the vegetables in and then um drink a lot of water. Um and then as if you want to get eliminate meat, just try to eat maybe one meal a day that's um meatless and then eventually you could progress into like one meal a week or like one I mean one meal um like a couple meals a day or like a couple times a week. So just you know, you can you can move up from there. Don't get overwhelmed and have, feel like you have to do everything from one day to the next. And then um, how long did it take you to notice a difference with your energy, inflammation? I think we kind of already answered this one, but um, I mean, I think it, the energy was probably like a couple days. 
inflammation was a little bit longer. That was more like six That's months a, to a year. Maybe longer. Probably like a year. Maybe like a year. Yeah. So just be least. patient. Know your body. Like I know a lot of people have messaged me that they switched to plant-based or they started drinking the celery juice and they feel like their skin broke out a lot. And I'm like, that's kind of just – it just kind of happens. Like it happened a little bit to me. And it's basically just all your stuff in your liver is kind of coming up to the surface. Like all this – it's detoxifying you. And um, – but it does get better. Just like stick through it. And if you fall off the wagon, it's okay. Just get back on it. Like you can always start over. Don't get discouraged if you don't eat perfectly one day. Like don't don't beat yourself up. I do it all the time. But like if yesterday Sam and I were snacking pretty late and I was like, why did I do that? I didn't need to well, eat Well, I this. that's what I'm saying. I slept up. We had the same <gasps> saying about the sugar. I had a Kit Kat bar, which I would never <laughs> eat. I Not never. Like I just wouldn't have that in my house normally. But my mom had some Halloween candy and I brought some back for Taylor, oh. who of course didn't eat it. And I who ate it? Me. Because I wanted I was And looking, she also, like we have on. this raw cookie that's dough. What I'm saying, yeah. I was looking around. I really wanted chocolate. I don't know why. I'm not even on my period. But I really wanted chocolate. And I started, like, I start, try to eat fruit. That's why I'm saying we all slip up. I try to have fruit with, like, to satisfy it. I had my normal berries. I had, like, I was, I hadn't eaten dinner, which is another thing. That's what Alexis was saying. I try to stick to my routine because if I don't eat dinner, you guys know you're hungry and you just start wanting everything else. So I, I didn't really properly eat dinner. So I was really hungry. I'd eaten, like, my normal things I eat before I go to bed. And then I still wanted chocolate. Well, of course, I didn't really have that many, like, actual, like, physical chocolate around so I was like looking around for sweets in my pantry and of course I didn't really have that many I had like a few things but none of them really sounded good and then I started snacking and then I found a Kit Kat bar like the little mini ones and of course it's not bad that I ate it there's nothing wrong with eating it but I normally wouldn't eat that just because it's not it's not gluten-free and it's not like in my so-called like little box of things that I would eat but it's okay I ate it and I ate it pretty late at night and then I had some of this like this uh, well earlier she wanted to have the cookie dough. dough she's gonna open it. i said sam last time you ate this you got really upset that you ate like a lot of, a lot of servings of it she texted me she's like oh my god i ate so much of this cookie dough and then to, and i was started, saying that because my stomach is upset yeah. i ate too much of it it's and like my so stomach gets i remember saying that i said sam why don't you try to eat like a fruit or something else that's not gonna make your stomach hurt because you know what's gonna happen and she ate anyway <laughs> so i'm saying fine. between her and i i like i crave sweets way more than she does and i will like, eat them way more too no she was out of town i was up here with i ate you a were lot eating berries but i ate like a whole bag like oh a five God. pound bag of okay my point is to let you guys know if you're eating a cookie or something right now don't feel badly about it we all have our moments but just eat healthier try to make a good choice later yeah okay so that's that. our big um i was gonna say rant but it wasn't a rant that's our big Q&A. If you guys have any other questions about plant-based or you want different topics, please let us know. And we would love if you guys could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot to us. Um, and we will talk to you guys next time.